Triple J. Have you seen or even heard of the film The Man from Snow River? Uh, if you have, you'll know that Wild Brumbies are a beautiful icon in Australia and you're listening there to the soundtrack of that 1982 classic film. Um, Brumbies are also on our $10 note, um, but they're not native and they damage native wildlife. Uh, it's estimated to be 6,000 Brumbies trampling through the pristine snowy mountain range. And to try and stop that damage, the New South Wales government released a very controversial draft plan. The plan involves killing 90% of the Brumby population within 20 years. Will that plan go ahead? Well, let's find out. Our reporter, Joe Lauder, actually grew up in the snow mountains and she went back to the Kosciuszko National Park to get both sides of the story. Just the feeling you get when you see a mob of horses in the bush, it's just goosebump material. It's, uh, it's not... I've often described it actually as the best feeling with your clothes on. You know, like it's just, you can't... You just, it's something you can't explain, you know. It's this euphoric feeling of just... Uh, I've seen horses being horses doing their thing. G'day, uh, my name's Nev Barris. I'm a Brumby advocate. Uh, part of the uh, Snowy Mountains Horse Riders Association and uh, just here to have a quick yarn to you about our beautiful horses. So he's pure Brumby? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's about as real as they get. There are about 25 horses all around me in this pen just hanging out, kicking at the ground, flicking off the flies as they wait to go out for a ride. And you've got Bones over here. Hey, Bones. Um, so Bones is, uh, we actually got him from the adoption program from the park. So that's when they trap them and then you can adopt them off national parks? Yeah, you can. As you can hear, 33-year-old Nev is a big fan of horses, especially Brumbies. The romance behind it's undeniable and and it's localised to this area. Yeah, well, it's pretty easy to look at. You've only got to look at the ACT Rugby Union team. What are they called? The Brumbies. And I implore everybody to pick up a $10 note and look at it closely and see what's on there. Australia's the only country in the world that has an introduced species on their currency and that's the horse and he's right there's a lot of cultural significance and history behind the brumbies of the australian alps most famously in banjo patterson's man from snowy river there was movement at the station for the word had passed around that the cult from old regret had got away and joined the wild bush horses But brumbies are an introduced animal, a pest, and they're trashing the delicate alpine ecology that's unique to this part of the world. The New South Wales government estimates there are 6,000 brumbies in Kosciuszko National Park, and it has plans to cull them by a huge 90% over the next 20 years. None of Australia's native animals have hooves like horses do, and so the waterways and the protected mossy bogs in this landscape are getting trampled. The state government's planned cull has divided locals. It's part of our heritage here, you know. I, I mean, there it's iconic. We're in Manfred Snowy River territory. Everyone wants to visualise that guy going off the, the rock and yeah. the music's playing and all this and the horse's mane is flowing. It's, it's part of the identity of this, this area. Most of the locals I speak to are more concerned about other pests in the national park, especially deer. People are devastated by the plan to shoot so many of the Brumbies. There's a, there's a um, heritage loss there as well and there's a cultural loss. We don't want to eradicate them entirely. You know, the next fire event that comes through after that, well, 
I mean, that's just going to... They can't, they can't recover from that. Brumbies have been in the Australian high country for 150 years. Back in the day, stockmen were allowed to graze cattle in these areas and they used to catch and tame Brumbies, like in the man from Snowy River, keeping the numbers under control. That's what Nev Barris wants to happen again. What we're saying to them is let the horsemen back in there like they always did. Let us back in. When the government's draft plans were announced last year, protesters took their anger to the streets outside Parliament. At the moment, the National Parks authorities trap Brumbies and then offer them up for rehoming and adoption. That's where Nev's horse Bones that I met earlier comes from. But not enough people choose to take them and they end up getting killed anyway. In the state government's draft wild horse management plan, it's proposing a number of methods to cull the horses. They include ground shooting, trapping, where they'll then be rehomed, shot or taken to the knackery, and sterilisation. Aerial culling, where the horses are hunted down from helicopters and shot, is off the table. It became controversial after footage of a cull in the Guy Fawkes National Park in 2000 showed Brumbies being chased by helicopters, shot and injured but not killed on the spot. The RSPCA alleges there were various acts of cruelty and aggravated cruelty on a total of 226 horses found within Guy Fawkes National Park. The decision to prosecute came late yesterday just after an independent review concluded that the horses had been killed humanely. What would you like the state government to do? Oh, leave them where they, leave, leave them where they belong. <laughs> Seriously. But do they belong? Yeah, well... I guess that's the question. That's the question, you know? Like, um, for me, absolutely, you know? Just as much as the ski industry, just as much as the snowy hydro. Hack on Triple J. We're taking you into the high country in the snowy mountain range and looking at the battle... And the huge debate over the Brumby cull. Jenna says, my family camp up in the snow mountains for a week every January, January and we ride our horses looking for Brumbies. It's amazing to get up close to them. There are so many other animals such as pigs and rabbits that are affecting the land. Why are they not being culled? Sophie from Canberra. Uh, all it takes is one high school level lesson in biodiversity to understand a balanced and healthy ecosystem. I love horses, but this is the right answer. Julie, you live in the snow mountains. You're a science teacher. Where do you stand? Hi, look, I think it's a complex issue because you're dealing with emotion versus science. So it's quite hard to bring the two together. They're a majestic, beautiful animal, sure, um, but there needs to be some form of management to protect some of the more fragile parts of the ecosystem. Okay, so what do you think of the current draft plan to kill 90% of them? I've got to be careful. It's a very heated debate down here, and I think the pro-Brumby voice is louder than the anti-Brumby voice. Why is that? uh, I think because it's the home of so many people that have grown up around the Brumbies, and they are beautiful and majestic. Um, however, I do believe there needs to be some of the national part that is Brumby-free. And I think there's an opportunity to do that, to you know, create sections of the park where they can run and they're happy and they're, you know, we can see that beautiful, um, important part of our heritage. But I think there also needs to be sections that are Brumby-free. All right. Thanks for the call, Julie. I'll go to Lauren, who also lives in the high country. Where do you stand, Lauren? Um, yeah, I do feel that the horses can be a problem, but I also feel that the bigger issue is that the national parks aren't being managed and there's a lot of feral pigs and deer that never used to be there and there's more and more and more of them. And I feel that cattlemen also used to manage the land a lot more through fire, but since the government's decided that, yeah, to kick us out, that, you know, there's nothing being done out there. 
when my grandfather was out there with the 40,000 hectares worth of cattle leases, they used to burn every year. They managed the country. They also did Brumby running, but it was being looked after, whereas I feel now that, you know, it's just been let go. Mm, all right, interesting to hear your multi-generational perspective there, Lauren. Thank you so much for the call. Uh, we're talking about the Brumby Cole, New South Wales Government's draft plan to cull up to 90% of the wild horses there over the next 20 years. Uh, now, the government's plans are backed by a substantial number of respected scientists. Here's one of them speaking to Joe Lauder. Aerial culling is both ethically uh, the best way to manage horses and is the only practical way to reduce horse numbers. Don Driscoll is an ecologist at Deakin University. He says the footage of the controversial Brumby cull in the Guy Fawkes National Park was misleading. They killed just over 600 horses and approximately four didn't die quickly. So four animals suffered in a way that's highly undesirable out of 600. Ground shooting involves generally a longer chase than in aerial culling. So it has, so the horses are are more stressed for longer because of that long chase. Don says the Brumbies are destroying the unique high country landscape. Yeah, so trampling is the the big impact. All the creeks are basically trampled in. Uh, They're eroding, it silts up the creeks. So it really changes those ecosystems. Will it put other animals and especially native animals in danger and at risk of extinction? So yeah, so there's a range of, of animal species and there are some uh, threatened orchid species who, and the specific threat that's uh, putting them at risk of extinction is grazing by introduced herbivores. The last time the Brumby population took a serious hit was during the 2003 Kosciuszko bushfires. And Don says despite the romanticisation of the Brumbies, the cull has to happen ASAP. It's both bad for the environment and it's cruel to the horses because it's not pleasant living in the wild. People have this sort of idealised view of what it's like to be a wild horse galloping across the plains and kicking up snow dust behind them. You know, it's not like that. Horses... Uh, die in a range of miserable ways up there. They starve to death, they die of thirst and they eat poisonous plants and die of poisoning. Victoria is also considering how it can manage its wild horses and both governments are backed by scientists. In August, 41 scientists wrote to the then New South Wales Premier Mike Baird and urged him to support the cull. There are locals who are also in favour. Yeah, no, like I really like brumbies and I, because like, I don't know, as a little girl you always like horses and you always, and they're beautiful animals, they are. But um, in terms of the environment, like I grew up here, like you studied how, so I went to school here and learned all about how the Kosciuszko National Park's destroyed by their hooves and realistically it's damaging for the super, super, super valuable ecosystem that's so vulnerable. I think people have a a sort of a empathetic attachment to horses and pets. So a lot of people have horses as pets and they look as brumbies as pets. They're wild animals. They're uh, introduced, uh, they're not native and they do do a lot of damage. So do you think there is, in your opinion, any place for brumbies in the national parks? Well, as I say, so national parks only, they occupy such a small area that those areas should be dedicated to our native species, our native plants and animals. Ecologist Don Driscoll says people need to stop thinking of the Brumby cull as an attack on a cultural icon. So yes, horses are part of the culture. The man from Snowy River is a thing in Australia, but that doesn't logically therefore mean we have to have 6,000 horses in Kosciuszko National Park. In Don's eyes, it's ethical to protect other animals from going extinct because of brumbies. All of that whole range of ethical issues of the animal welfare issues of the horses, the animal welfare issues of the native animals that are displaced by horses and the issues associated with pushing species closer to extinction, those things all need to be weighed up in considering the ethics of horse management.
Triple J. Ecologist Don Driscoll ending that report from Joe Lauder. A girl who grew up in the snow is back there bringing you that amazing story. On the text line, this is all the Greens' fault for locking us out. Now they're having a cry because the only way to fix the problem is to go against their policies. The Greens ruin everything. Uh, Nelson kind of agrees with some of that sentiment. Let the horsemen back in. I'd love to hear your point of view on the Brumby Cull. 0439 757 Now, we did contact the New South Wales Environment Minister, Gabrielle Upton, to invite her on the show. Uh, she didn't make herself available, but another New South Wales Government MP who did put his hand up is uh, actually the Deputy Premier. He's also the local member in the Snowy Mountains area. John Barrialaro, thanks for joining us. My pleasure. Why don't you support your own government's draft Brumby Coal Plan? Well, look, you know, we, we've had management plans of, of wild horses in, in Kosciuszko for the past six years, and, and, and it's, it's managing numbers in a number of different ways. What the new draft management plan has done, it really has stirred the pot and, and the emotions of so many in the region because it's, it, it started to talk about aerial culling all over again and, and, and the government banned aerial culling. And for a draft management plan to come out, and now re- revisit the aerial culling as an option when we know the disastrous effect it had on, on both horses and community in the past. You know, my view is it's not right. It's not, not where we want to be. And, of course, the community has a right uh, to, to voice its concern. And, so and, is it and just a method of killing? Because we just heard in Joe Lauder's story that they've ruled out aerial culling and they're looking at other methods. I mean, is, is that the real bone of contention for you, the no, method? No. No, no, not, not, not only is that the bone of contention. concern now, is, of course, is the, the, the target uh, number. They're, they're, they're estimating, and it is an estimate, and they, they, they agree that it's an estimate of that there are 6,000 horses in the park, and, and they want to cull down to 600. There is, no, there is no evidence on the data that explains why 600 horses is a number that, that the park can manage versus anything else. And furthermore, they have said that, that 6,000 could be 4,000 or could be 8,000, yet they apply that the damage that they are seeing in the park is, is done by these horses, but they don't know what the total number of horses are. So what is, what is a, a fair number of having horses in the park uh, and managing the, that, the growth of those numbers in the future? Uh, we all accept we're going to have to manage the growth of the population of Brumbies. Right, so you, you support some culling? We support removal of horses in, in using a, a range of different methods and looking at, at new new ways of dealing with those horse numbers. But what we don't want to see is aerial culling and we don't want to see uh, just the, the mass slaughter of, of horses with their carcasses to be left on the forest floor. What about the deaths uh, that they might cause to other native species? Does that concern you? Well, of course it concerns me, that's, but we, we've got to find the balance uh, where the, we believe and my community believes that the, the horses have a value and a heritage value and a connection to the park. But at the same time, there are pigs, there are wild dogs, there are deers, there are, there are a range of other pest animals in the park. They don't have the same zest to deal with pigs, dogs or deers. Okay, so what do you think the right number is? How many Brumbies do you think should be culled? Well, the first thing we should do is actually get an accurate number of what's, what, what numbers are in the park. Until you can actually quantify how many actual horses and then apply the damage those particular horses do, how can you, how can you have an end target? So what we should do is try and finalise the number and then work out through evidence, you know, what is a suitable number. Also allocate some of the park uh, as the Brumbury Reserves for these horses where there's uh, less damage to the environment and other animals and uh, look at other ways of dealing with the, the numbers. Okay, but do you have an idea of, of how many you think should be left. I mean, they're talking about uh, leaving 600 after 20 years. Where do you stand on that and where does the community land? 
Well, six hundred, six hundred is almost a total extinction of, of of those of of those horses. You know, there, there is no science behind the number six hundred. That's an arbitrary number plucked out of the air uh, in relation to what they really they, in, in putting together this plan. They didn't hire professional scientists and ecologists. Well, of course they have, but they, but at the same time, how can you end? How can you have a final target of six hundred if you actually don't know the number of horses that are there today besides an but estimate? Does, does that matter when you're trying to work out the final balance? Does it matter whether it's six thousand, five thousand, or seven? Yes, it does. And, and the question is, you know, we've seen reports in the past that there are 10,000 horses, 12,000 horses. So we're not saying that there's a margin of error of a couple of hundred. There's, there's a margin of error here of thousands of horses. And we all know that that would change the outcome in relation to damage to the environment. You're listening to the New South Wales Deputy Premier, John Barry Laro. Uh, he's the local member down in the Snowy Mountains. Uh, and he, yeah, obviously very passionate about this. Now, John, do you think sometimes uh, emotion overrides reason when it comes to the Brumby Cull debate? Well, it does. I mean, but, but let's have a look at a number of the issues in the communities. You know, we, 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 we as governments have to respond to a lot of issues, and sometimes it is emotion and, uh, that overrides some of the facts and evidence. I, I, I don't disagree with that. But let's also look at that these horses have been part of the landscape for 160-plus years, and, and they, they have played a role. Uh, in serving this country at war, uh, serving our police. They've been part of the, uh, the the culture and the heritage of the mountains. But does any of this, this matter, John? Like, it's good to acknowledge these things and the role they've played in our culture, but we're talking about managing native vegetation and, and native animals in this space. Does, does all this imagery attached to the Brumby really matter? But we've been managing it for 160 years. These horses have been part of that, that landscape. And what I'm saying but have is... We? But have we been managing them? Have we let too many of them breed? Well, that's, but that's the question to the management plan. And the management plan talks about uh, quantifying the number of horses that are there today and then trying to find an end target of uh, a reasonable balance that those horses uh, have a, a right that I believe uh, in the park. Um, and that's, that's the whole management. And, and in doing so, looking at new innovative ways of managing those numbers. No one is saying, I'm not saying, nor are they the pro-Brumby uh, community groups saying that, that we, we believe there is no need uh, to remove a number of those sure. horses and, and get a lower number. But we're just talking about some humane ways. I look at some new innovative uh, um, processes in, in, in how we deal with those horses, uh, like they're doing around the world. Um, and we also believe that there should be a legislation around its heritage value. There is a heritage value for these horses. The horses are part of it. John Barilaro, great to have you on the show. Thank you very much. Hack on Triple J. The Deputy Premier of New South Wales there. Uh, Sam from Beaufort, where do you stand on the Brumby Cull? Mate, these people are being absolutely ridiculous. They're romanticising Brumbies. If I go out and write a song about cane toads, does that mean we should stop trying to manage them as a pet? Mate, I challenge you to write a stirring piece of music about cane toads and get Australians on board with you. (laughs) (laughs) I would love to hear that. It is an interesting point, though. Equally as ridiculous. (laughs) Yeah. um, I'd love to see a feature film about cane toads as well that got people talking (laughs) about it 30 years later. Um, Thanks for the call, Sam. Fascinating debate there. It'll be really interesting to see what plan the New South Wales government actually come back with on this one? Uh, they were meant to report back in December. We still don't have a plan, as you heard there. Hack on Triple J.